Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Good morning. Welcome in. Happy Monday. It's Happer and Schaefer here at 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Connor. You all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, here we are, back fresh for another week. Uh, there are bowl games. There's a college football playoff. There's no offensive coordinator. There is a wide receivers coach. One out of four down. There's a mitt. There was a mitt. There's a mitt. Um, there's not a defensive. Not there's not a nose tackle. No. no all nose these tackle. All these Damian Daniels we'll out today. Yes. That would have been Cam Jurgens still hasn't made a decision yet. Right? No, not but, publicly. Yes, I don't know privately either. I don't know. Uh, it, I guess I'm assuming he's not back at this point, right, but I don't know. Right, I think that's a fair assumption. So that's kind of it's kind of where everything's at. I I get this question. I don't know, probably six or seven times a day, and if if it's not when or who, it's why hasn't there been an offensive coordinator named yet? Mm-hmm. And what's I, your response? Well, I mean, the easy response and the one that just sort of makes people just mad at you because they haven't hired one yes so um what i what i kind of want to ask you is you're now in the second week of of december are you surprised that there's only been one coach announced at this point yes i am too i I definitely am as well i thought that this was going to be a little bit faster moving process for them so i i frankly i i mean i don't know where they're at in the process uh they got a wide receivers coach, which was a great hire, I think. Um, and maybe it's just the simple fact that all of the coaches that you're interested in still had a job to do this past weekend. Maybe not. Uh, maybe you're just bouncing around to a lot of different names. I don't know how to read into it anymore. We kind of thought that it would happen by the middle of the week last week. It's yeah. now next week. It does sound like at least one Um at least one of the the offensive coordinators I wanted to chat with was coaching on Saturday. So there's still, uh, you know, still apparently in the vetting process of that. Um, Reading the coverage from the Journal Star World Herald, other places, and then applying that to kind of what we have learned, it sounds like Zach Hill from uh, Arizona State, is a target of Nebraska's, uh, but he is the former offensive coordinator at Boise State of one uh, Brian Harson or Harrison, whatever it Harson. is. Harson. Harson. Auburn is hiring an offensive coordinator. Auburn also quite interested in Zach Hill. So mm-hmm. uh, if Nebraska was looking that route, it looks like they may not 
be able to uh, to finish that one. Feels off. like there's a lot of potential routes for Nebraska to. It, look I at. will say this: I have been somewhat impressed by all the due diligence of the the routes that you know the names that I guess I have heard and everything else. Um, the they they definitely have done their due diligence in checking with various people and they have a wide pool of candidates remember on which Friday, is a lot different than when they hired matt lubick remember on friday yeah a little, little different remember on friday when we decided that nebraska should just run the air raid next year yeah well that's still very much uh, on the i was table. gonna say are there any air raid offensive coordinators that are in the mix here or like shades of air raid or anything like that well i mean this isn't my information but you do have people linking Nebraska to Graham Harrell, who did coach on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, USC played in a game against Cal that no one really attended. And I guarantee you one person in Lincoln watched because I was getting texts about it, and that was Michael Bruns. Wow. That dude is committed. He to the really Pac is. He's committed to the Pac-12 life. I should see if I can find his text. From even though it wasn't around. even after dark. Yeah, so... Two four and seven teams from the Pac twelve and Michael Brunts, while not literally there, which I think he would have attended if he could have. Probably. He certainly was watching. He seems like the guy who would definitely go to the like the saddest possible sporting events. Like it, it But he it, wouldn't think that they're sad. No, exactly. He would really enjoy it. Like he yeah. would he would find the sporting event that means the least to whichever fan base. I mean, think um and then just kind of be a fly on the wall, you know? Think September baseball when your team is eliminated. Think because uh, th those are I find that those are really fun games to go to. Well, you know, on Thursday I'm going to a Vikings game after they just lost to the Lions. Perfect, and quite possibly had playoff suicide in that whole loss. So, uh huh. Um, legitimately, considering you were Jared Goffed. Yeah, which I don't know how often that's ever happened, but uh, well, usually it means a different thing. Yeah. Um. Well. He did that in the same game. Oh, did they kick off at nine? Corey, I didn't know that. They, that was a late game. I, it was, I thought it I was mean, a brunch was texting around ten o'clock. Oh, so. I thought it was a daytime deal. No, well, I mean, I didn't watch seven p.m. Clearly, I did there. not watch. You probably didn't miss anything. I don't even know who won. I have no idea. I watched. You could tell me either team won, and I would go with. Them. I watched a good chunk of Michigan and Iowa before that was good to turn off, and that was it for Saturday night. I'm trying to think of when I gave up on Michigan Iowa. Well, there was like. It was sitting at fourteen to three for a while, right. and I'm kind of just sitting there like, "Yeah, <coughs> I'm not sure if I really see a path here for Iowa, unless, unless they make some kind of crazy special teams play like they did against Nebraska, like they block a punt and take it for a touchdown." Because it was pretty clear that their offense was not going to be able to do jack yeah. it like anything at all. So if they could have made some sort of special teams play or got a pick six, and you know brought them alive a little bit it wasn't gonna happen though they so it's, it's about 21 to 3 i think when i gave up they had like one drive that i remember in that 14-3 forever stretch where they were able to get just past the 50 and then i think there was like a mountain of penalties and it was just done yeah. i was like all right there's yeah. it was on a side tv and i basically just like went and turned it off because there was really no no value at that point i don't even know what i was watching saturday night i think i found a movie but 
Um, I had no idea that that was a late game, nor did I care. Dante Williams serving his final game as the head coach. Of yeah, Minnesota. well, we'll see if he sticks around on that staff as their recruiter. So You would think that they would probably want to. You would think, but uh, it, it sort of depends. Like, the West Coast right now, the whole power balance in the Pac-12 is, once again, you know, Mario Cristobal is considering a job that is not open yet. He has a deadline until today. Yeah. It's It's not going to be open, by the way, either. It's either him or it's, it's either him or they Diaz. stick with the guy. And it sounds like they have him, which is right? hilarious. Which is, I, I mean, I, I guess I should say, based on reading Twitter and the the verified accounts tweeting about it, it, it sounds like Mario Cristobal is going to leave, which then makes Oregon kind of fascinating. Definitely. Like, so then I saw this scenario: like Harrison leaves Auburn to go back up to the Northwest. Because he was at Boise State for so long, and goes to Jeez. to Oregon, which then would open Auburn back up. <laughs> and last time that was open, it went so well they ended up with a guy that down there they don't even like. There was supposed to be a Al- who should have beat Alabama, which would have prevented everything that happened this weekend. Mm. There was supposed to be an Alma Bowl press conference with the coaches yesterday. The coaches for Oregon and Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and there was. But they just didn't allow the media to ask questions. They got asked two questions, like by their by their SIDs or whatever, or by the bowl manager guy, and then they just left. It was Mario Cristobal and Bob Stoops, and they were both each just sitting there, like, "Hello, I we love our teams, and we love everything about." Bob this. Stoops just has that stupid smirk on his face right. the whole time. Bob Bob Stoops is just more in it for the comedic value. Oh yeah, because like I mean they they knew that he wasn't going to be the long term right. guy, and they got their next guy and all that stuff, but. Uh, <laughs> But the Mario Cristobal thing is funny. Just sitting there with an Oregon polo on. He's like, hey, uh, anything else going on? Those press conferences are so bad. Really bad. Like, I remember the South Carolina-Nebraska one, and Bo was wearing his, like, usual get-up of brown turtleneck underneath a brown sports coat. Hell yeah. And he just looks like a caged animal. Because but it's looks, a different brown, much different Yeah, brown. he just he looks so uncomfortable in that setting relative to just any other – like. Not that he was ever loved to be in front of the media. Or oh whatever. yeah, Bo, Bo Pelini in any sort of like fancy, for lack of a better word, yeah. fancy function is one of the weirdest places you can put. You him. like you take him out of the golf polo or the hooded sweatshirt, yeah, and suddenly it just looks like uh, it just does not belong. It, for the most part, that's been football coaches throughout yeah. throughout history, right? Usually they are they are not very comfortable black tying it. You know what I mean? Like. But there have been some there have been some newer coaches who can who can flash that part of their mm-hmm. uh, that part of their game. But historically, football coaches have been like, "Yeah, keep me as far away from the suits as you possibly can." Yeah, well, that's what leads to turtlenecks and blazers, which was a look at one point in time. I think yeah. it died out somewhere well before the twenty eleven Capitol. They need one. some they need some style help, I yeah. guess. Um, we get this from the text line. This is a good way to start the show from Tim on the Starter Heyman text line. By the way, you can call our text on the show at 402-464-5685. Tim asks, are UNL men's athletics dead? No. They still play the games. Please elaborate. They're still alive. Um, Whether they are functioning at a high level or not, the answer there is no. 
but they are not dead on arrival. I don't think the football. I don't think anything that's happened in football over the last couple of days would lead you to ask the question. Hey, is is UNL men's athletics dead? Like I, there, it hasn't been that bad. It just nothing's happened yet, right. and I don't know that we should really get in a huge, you know, tizzy about it, except for the fact that. It's annoying, and we just still have to sit here and talk about what I wonder happened. if it's because Nebraska basketball experienced another double-digit collapse. That is a different thing. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to make the case, and we'll do that actually coming back here. I, we'll, I want to take your thoughts and questions at um, at 402-464-5685. We'll take a phone call here in a second. But I want to I, I talk about basketball um, because I, I'm going to make a case that we shouldn't take anything that happened out of that game we okay. we oh, let me, maybe that was too extreme I, i'm excited for the case I, to just completely ignore the game i'm gonna not, not I, I completely think I can ignore do it, it too but um i i didn't view that as like you know make or break or anything like that for nebraska basketball at some point something has to be though let's take a phone call from chris before we do that though good morning chris hey guys yeah i think i have a new model for the men's uh uh, sports programs at UNL. Oh, great. Where Love talent comes to die. <laughs> There's... We get all the talent in the world, but nobody can coach it. So it just kind of dies. Yeah, well, it's harsh. But I, I, I well, here, here's, my, uh, here's my critique, Chris. The talent? Or the coaches? I mean, it seems like the coaches share some of the blame here. Well, I mean, it, no, I mean, that's what he was talking about. He was right. talking about the co- the coaches where talent comes to die. And my question would be, I mean, look around. My my thought would be, look around. How much talent is there? Uh, okay. So then talent relative to what? Talent relative to, I A don't three-win know. football team? They have oh, more than enough oh, talent. Oh, plenty. Plenty. Yeah. Um, talent relative to teams that you want to model yourselves after or teams that you feel like are good. Uh, consistently enough. Well, there's there's varying degrees of that as well. Yeah, basketball is. I I look forward to your your pitch to take nothing out of that game. Um, mostly because I am I'm like slipping really close to the just completely worried about the long term of Nebraska basketball. Oh yeah, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be about that. Yeah. Uh, so, but as far as that that game is concerned, and, and and really, I I kind of misspoke there. I'm not saying that you should take nothing out of it, but I think there's a little bit of a built-in excuse for that game. We'll talk about that coming sure. up next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer.